Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Wednesday, the 8th of March, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, hello, Lauren Clark. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to do like slightly different things. You must have listened back the last couple of mornings and realised <laughs> that you've uh, been on the knot. I've been a little bit recovering, haven't I? Hmm. Um... Stu Farrell, I have a business proposal, and since uh-huh. we can't... Uh, Just like that film, I, I'm not sure if uh, my <laughs> housemate has a million dollars. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, I, uh, we, but this is the sort of thing, you know, we, we can't meet up. We tried, to, we tried to meet up. You keep cancelling on me. You, uh, you did come... Eh, you let's did go, go, just hang <laughs> Can we just go back to last Thursday, please? Yeah. Uh, you keep cancelling currently, on me. I'm currently in the good. Continue. No, just because I postponed one more, one That's single right. time. Anyway, uh, but we did see each other on the weekend. Lovely to see you for point three seconds, and then yeah. we um, but we don't get to, and when we when we do this, we just got to get on with it because it's the morning and we got things yeah. to do and we got to go and do things. So I need to use this time now to actually have almost like a little meeting with you. But uh, here's my proposal, and I and I wonder if listeners, I, I can wonder check if, if she's got a million bucks. No, Sorry. no, you've got to let go of that idea. Um, here is the thing. <clears throat> now, I know we're about to sound a little bit like old media because we're going to talk about a cultural product that's been around forever and it's going to sound like it's the first time we think it exists. We don't. We know it's existed for ages. but I think it's you that's supposed to give me the million bucks, actually. I was, yeah. I, I, I was wondering what your housemate was giving me a million bucks for. but um, <laughs> just to get me off her hands. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, watched something on over the last little while hmm. because somebody put a link up to it, and and I got into one of those Google, not Google, um, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube wormholes, right? Yeah. And what it was is everybody who, and this is what happens in the world of like t- TV, you know, criticism. And I'm one of those people who reads TV and listens to cr- TV critiques and stuff, even You're when I'm not TV watching. Critic. Yeah. Even when I'm not watching shows. Like, if I don't have the time to watch a lot of TV, I don't care. I will still listen to the analysis about the shows. Wow. And it doesn't matter because later I might watch the show and I'll still uh, – because of my memory, I've got a memory like a goldfish for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Some of it might float back to me, but it actually doesn't affect how I watch it, so I'm happy. But I have heard and, like, read a lot about Gogglebox. Have you? Uh yeah, yeah like, I know I've seen bits and I, and I have idiot friends on social media that said, you've got to watch Gogglebox. I cannot think of anything worse than so watching so slugs on a couch talk about TV. So this is, the, uh, this is for those who don't know, and I'm sure there are only about two of you, Gogglebox is a show where, which sounds like the worst show in the world. It sounds like the death, yeah. the end of society has arrived. Mm-hmm. It's because just it's Big Brother. We are watching people watching TV. And so I was. I always thought that it was a bit like Big Brother in that they sort of weren't really aware in a way. I mean, they were aware, but they were kind of just carrying on with their own business. Mm. However, I watched a few last night and and the night before and maybe the night before. Um, I didn't watch whole episodes, but I watched like little grabs that you can find online. Yeah. And they, each of them, I realised, were actually just a little performance. They're performing. They know exactly... They know exactly that they've got an audience. They're just sitting in front of the screen. And so the sc- what's happening on the screen sometimes becomes like, like a topic of conversation. But for the most part, they're very much 
sort of reality TV, TV performers, I reckon, right? Mm. And I was watching this and I was like, this is, oh, wow, what an interesting kind of cultural phenomenon. And, and, I, and, I, and I know, same as you, like so many people on social media have said basically that quote of this sounds like the worst idea in history and it's actually quite lovely. Right. And the reason that they like it is that, that you know, it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's relaxed, it's, they're, they're real people. So you see people with, of different shapes and colours, and you, which you don't usually see on, you know, um, you media. You do on NKR. Right. NKR tries to demographic box in the country, yeah. Right. Well, so I we've would, got the people that cook Indian, you know, like. Right. Yeah. Um... But yeah, and it's it's sort of and it and it it kind of a lot. Another thing people have said about it is it actually allows you to catch up on like uh, TV trends or like what's happening in TV. So you're kind of getting that secondhand information. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and it's so and also it's this kind of thing where you you actually get to see how people interact in real life. Now I don't believe that last bit. So this is what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that I watched it and I went, no, 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 this isn't just a fly on the wall thing. It's not like they are just watching, this is how they watch TV. No way. Like I watched these two guys who are supposedly from Brunswick. Have you seen them? They're no, not, they're I haven't not from, watched it. I thought you told me you'd watched one. No. They're I'm not from Brunswick. Yeah, we're not they're, watching this crap. Love. They're yeah. obviously from, uh, they're, uh, I reckon, from uh, the south side. I think they're, they're staying in like a very rich apartment of, um, one of their mums, right? Right. They're in their twenties, two blokes, and their whole performance is like they—they always got like really nice. They've got like one of them always wears like interesting socks on the mate. That's like his quirky thing, and like the, there's this whole performance that goes into it. Anyway, I was like doing a little bit of what you're doing, right? There's a little part of me, as you know, the the kind of optimist don't judge cultural art until you've really thought about it side of me that was like, okay, I can see some elements of this that I'm working for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then mostly I was doing that sigh that you just did that sounded a little bit like a horse neighing. Yeah. And then I went, I followed, I went, okay, what? I pressed on a link and it said, this is this guy, one of the Brunswick guys. This is Instagram account or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I went to his Instagram account or his Twitter. I can't remember. Anyway. And he's followed by 40 bajillion people. Like you spoke earlier in the week about the guy from old media saying, you know, we have 400,000 listeners. This guy had like a photograph that he'd put up and like 2,000 people had liked it. And it was a photo of him like on a park bench or something. I don't know what it was, but it was not like... People are idiots. I know, people are idiots. But so my proposal to you, Stu, maybe we need to do Gogglebox. (laughs) You and Maybe I. Maybe you and I need to – do you audition for this thing? You I don't know. know. I think Maybe. you just have to fall over face down in a supermarket and they'll have <laughs> spotters there going, he looks like he could do the job. This is this is like, you know, I, I met someone recently who said that – and he it was really interesting because he's not somebody that I know super well. But, you know, when somebody who you don't know super well just tells you the truth, that's really <laughs> weird. This guy. Like guy. Yeah, right. Which yeah. guy? Who? I oh, know. I was watching an old Seinfeld the other day that's uh, the, the bad breakup ding. guy. He goes, uh, oh, he's such a nice guy. And then the lane broke up with him. He goes, yeah, no worries, big head. And then it, it, it goes, up. <laughs> sorry. So this guy's told you you've got a big head. No. So the guy, oh. I, he, we literally met in the street, right? <clears throat> I used to work with his wife. This is the connection. Like not even, like 
So there's not really a connection. And I said to him, how's the family? And he said, well, you know, as you know, daughter is fantastic and amazing and, like, we have to stop her from, like, working too hard to get an A-plus in everything she ever does and she's a genius and was fantastic. My son, who's, I think he's, like, 14 or something, yeah. um, he doesn't like anything or anyone. And I said, well, I ask him. And I said, ha, ha, ha. And he went, no, he doesn't like anything or anyone. And he said, I don't understand how he can be like that. He won't look at anyone. He won't talk to anyone. And he is, like, is he- anyway... The the more Asperger's. he talked, well, the more he talked, and that's not what Asperger's people are like. But oh, sorry, um, you um, know, what's the uh, the well, no, Asperger's is, is, is a, a on on the spectrum what, uh, is how you would say, but but also, but aren't we all on the spectrum? Everyone's on the spectrum in some way. Yeah, yeah it, well, it depends what, you, but clinically, the spectrum is um, a little more complicated than that. But right. also, it's not fair to say, oh, that person's uh, weird and un, un, yeah, you know, so doesn't fit in with society. Are they Asperger's? Fair call. No. Um, so it, I, I think what he, what he is, uh, frankly, and I know, um, how, I know his parents, but I mm-hmm. think that he has um, probably he, – he, he's just raised in a way where he's like been allowed – to just become this person who doesn't think about other people in his life. Like, I really do. And oh. I think his dad's suddenly starting to realise this. And okay. well, he, so he's been brought up selfish? Is that what you're yep. saying? Like to, yeah, wow. I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think it, Good I, morning. And I, think, I know, but it's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm not actually, I don't think this is, I, I just know that he's been taught various things in various ways that um, are not, it, do not, kind of invite empathy, right? He's not mm-hmm. an empathetic person. Anyway, so Does that mean he's and this hurt guy animals? said and I Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually a scary kid. Like when when I mm-hmm. when I last saw him he was about nine or something and I said hello and he glared at me, didn't say anything and went back to his what he was you know, his game he was playing or whatever. Uh-huh. Um and which is fine, like lots of kids glare at it's you and not, don't I do that. But, but it was uh, it's he's got a nasty edge anyway, oh. and he um has uh, and I think it's that thing of um he's had everything he wants at his fingertips whenever he wanted it, but except not a great deal of human like he's had things rather than a lot of kind of hands on yeah. hey let's be mates and do some fun things together that kind of thing yeah. anyway I really hope nobody um makes a connection to who this is um so. <laughs> Morning, Steve. <laughs> anyway, this kid, who I feel sorry for, but he is, uh, the guy said, I said to him, I, I, you know, I'm just having a chat to the guy. I'm not like wanting to be his therapist. Yeah. So I just say, oh, well, you know what? He might turn out to be, you know. An ex-murderer. Uh, no, I didn't. I went, mean, you know, he might turn out to be like some kind of, you know, invent Google or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, eh, yeah, it's funny you should say that. Um, <clears throat> I think what he's, what, I, I asked him once what he wanted to do and he told me a story about <clears throat> a guy who invented um, like a, an app and uh, he was a teenager and he invented this app and the app went bananas and now he's like a bajillionaire and he lives in the Bahamas and stuff. Right. And I said, oh, cool, so he's into computers. He said, no. He said, no, he couldn't, no, he couldn't code his That's way like out of a web paper saying, bag. Oh, okay, I'm going to invent an app. Well, that's exactly right. And that's exactly right. So this is the deluded thing. So this is where, this is what, this is the world that Gogglebox is built for. It's like people go, oh, these people have got like 
you know, 50,000 people watching them or whatever. I'd pro- mm. It probably is like 400. Who knows how many people watch these shows? But like There's a lot of people here. watch them. And so they've got like this massive profile and like 2,000 people like a picture of a guy on a bench. And so what I'm saying to you is maybe instead of like sitting here judging those people, we should be in the system. Be them. I am proposing that you and I go and audition somehow for Gogglebox. We're on. (laughs) Stupid. Your nice edition, <laughs> special as usual. Uh, so, Stu, we've got to get out of here because we've got things to do. But I just wanted to quickly p- post an article and let you guys know about an article that really touched my uh, – it made me a little bit sad and a little bit happy. Okay. Um, and it's because of <laughs> family experiences with uh, Parkinson's disease. Oh. And it is. Uh, it's in your favourite, sciencealert.com. Uh, yes. So, I'll, po- I'll post this article up. But basically – there's this whole thing which I've been reading about a bit lately where they're, where they're linking Parkinson's disease to gut bacteria. You know, oh, yes. gut bacteria is starting to be linked to like depression and all these things. Yeah, wealth. everything. Yeah, yeah wealth, happiness, yeah. <laughs> whether or not your Car phone size. breaks. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Anyway, and it's not like, oh, good bacteria, bad bacteria causes Parkinson's. It's not necessarily that. It's how it interacts with drugs that Parkinson's patients might be on. And it's also a bunch of it, – it, it, there is very – it's a very – tangible link it's a it's a Tangy. credible uh thing and it's a very it's a direction that i think is gonna things are going to be discovered mm. about gut bacteria and particularly how they re- how it relates to parkinson's and in you remember my book that i always r- talk about about what's in the atmosphere and how our bodies take it in which is called breasts because yeah it's, yeah yeah i know you always remember that book don't you Stu? I look at the cover a lot yes anyway uh that book um thanks that's Captain about drinking feminism out of plastic. anyway um it's about drinking out of plastic bottles and stuff yeah it's about it's about how the environment's full of stuff and your body particularly your breasts take and you and i do want to read that yeah take take all this stuff into you into mm. you um but like a filter kind of thing and but particularly pesticides and how pesticides are linked in in the environment pesticides are linked to um, weight gain like massively linked to weight gain like if there's more pesticide in a town or in a workplace or something the weight the weight of the people is like just explodes right i'm gonna get that on audible good you should it's a really good book and um which we had to read once to interview the author, but obviously. <laughs> oh, I never got a copy. For some uh, reason, they didn't think I was mature enough to own it. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that's bizarre. Anyway, uh, it's a really interesting article because it links it. So, so the gut bacteria thing and the pesticides are linked, and so is the um, so is the Parkinson's. So, right. I just I um, yeah, my grandma had Parkinson's, and it was uh, it was hard to watch. But it so it's that thing where. You know when somebody like the thing that might that caused my grandfather's heart attack and which killed him now yeah. today wouldn't because medicine's come that far and so it's that thing of yay but oh how sad because yeah. you know what I mean that feeling anyway yeah. so I had that little mixture of feelings but we got to go so I'm gonna put the article up if anybody's interested in it um, they can click on the link in the show notes and also on Facebook and stuff. Well, Lauren, like, how do the publishers of Breast get a copy to me? <laughs> they can find you, Stu, at Stupidly Big. That's stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook and iTunes where you can give us a review. We love those. And uh, you can also, they can find us, the people who are giving you the copy of Breast, uh, oh. over at the... And not uh, Jugs, by the way, Breasts. There is Castaway Awards. Really, Stuart? No, Jugs used to be Al Bundy's favourite magazine, I'm over children. Yeah. Okay. Um, they That's can, a cultural reference, and this yeah. is a podcast about culture. Yes. The, well, that was very cultural of you, Stu. Congrats. Thank you. Al Bundy's an iconic figure in pop culture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yes, they can also vote for us in the Castaway Awards. Stu Farrell, we got to go. Uh, will oh. I see you tomorrow, my friend? I'll be back. Excellent. I cannot wait. Uh, bye-bye.